Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam at you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. This wreck. 33 came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah. No, I, I think I caught someone singing over there. Is that true? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I caught him singing. Happy Monday. November the 6th, 2023. David, wow. we just have a few more weeks left, and we're looking at uh, Thanksgiving, yep. and then we have Christmas, and then we start all over. Yep. And I guess we, we need to tell our, our listeners that, um, if I'm right, now you correct me if I'm wrong, but the 20th is going to be our last show for the season. Correct. That should be live our show. last live, live show, show for yep. the season, November 20th. Yep. If everything is according to our calculations, but don't worry, we'll still be around through December the 18th because we'll have some best of that we've already done this year. Basically, racing in general in the upstate and the Carolinas, Northeast Georgia is coming to an end, and it may be one or two tracks, but we need to recoup. We need to, you know, spend time with the family for Thanksgiving, and then we need to get ready for Christmas. We got a lot of Christmas shopping to do. I'm sure David yeah, does. The round man's coming, you know. We got to make sure we're ready for him. Exactly. So we've got to, you know, we're going to take some time off, regroup so we can come back at the beginning of the year fresh, rejuvenated and ready to give you more of the best short track racing in the Carolinas and Northeast Georgia. Right. In the racing world, we're going to have our motors redone, freshened up for the year, rear ends and our transmissions, new set of tires. Body's going to be looking good, and we'll be started back next year wide that, open. That is right. And, of course, we got some other things coming up off the air that we have to, you know, handle. Of course, I work at Anderson, so got a lot of things coming up. Got the banquet on November the 6th. Then I've got to do the bell ringing. And then I've got – that's going to be the for the Red Kettle campaign over at Salvation Army at the Hobby Lobby. And then we've got the Christmas parade. So a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that – you know, off the air stuff, but cool. just got a busy next couple of months. So getting ready to uh, enjoy all that. But now we're going to go ahead and start covering some of our results. Well, well first of all, can you, can you sing? No. Can, somebody's got to sing happy birthday. Whose birthday is it? Miss Marie's was yesterday, November Miss, the 5th. Oh my goodness. Marie's birthday. Yeah. Can only mean one thing. David, you need to go ahead and uh, get freshened up. <clears throat> get freshened up so you're gonna try to put her on the mic we got her actually with us tonight <laughs> marie she's over there waving and going on tell them how much it's your birthday correct come on say something yes <laughs> we got marie to talk awesome yeah. so we've got the birthday cake out in here and we're gonna be celebrating <laughs> now she's pushing the mic away <laughs> so we're gonna be celebrating her birthday which is awesome Yep. Plenty of birth. So, would it be an after party now? Oh, yeah. It's at Capri's and Easley. Okay. Well, 
That's where you'll be going. Yeah, I'll be going I'll to. I'll be going. You'll sw- be going I, to the banquet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be heading down to the banquet. Anyway, so let's go ahead and, and start with our coverage. Let's get our the dirt on. I'm gonna switch it up. And let you do the dirt on dirt, and then of course I'll do the asphalt. Well, there ain't much to talk about, but we got Cherokee Speedway. They had the race, and it was a renegade winner was Andrew Baker. The Mid-East Super Late Models was Dalton Wilson. And the 410 Sprint Wings was Tyler Courtney. Man, I bet that was something to watch. Oh, yeah. And their next race, which I think is their last one, would be November the 19th, the Blue-Gray 100. I don't know how many years that's been going on, but. 25 or so now help me out with the blue gray one what's that mean because i I think i'm thinking blue gray i'm thinking north and the south type of civil war type deal that's what it is okay that's what it is north south you know it's kind of i got you well it's always been called the blue gray as far as i know and then you know pretty pretty good racing they have some good cars okay uh harris motor speedway no race their next race is november the 11th and it's the sheriff's race. A bunch of sheriffs around, up around there is going to race. That ought to be pretty cool. So all you popo going to make it out to the racetrack and uh, yeah. have a hand at going around. That'd be good. And mm-hmm. that'll show off their driving skills. So anybody that thinks they can try to outrun the police, uh, you might want to think again. Yeah. <laughs> you might can see some you can outrun. Yeah, exactly. Watch, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Lawrence Speedway, their their season is over. And I want to shout out to... Uh, Gene Riley, we talked about him a little while back. He was the announcer there for years. He passed away this past week. Mm. And uh, I want to say something, you know, his family and people down there in Lawrence, you know, don't miss him. He was a good one. Yeah, always sad when we lose part of our racing family, no matter what racetrack it is. You know, you're, what capacity, whatever you do with the racetrack, if you take trash out, if you announce, if you are tech, you know, we're all one big racing family, and it's always hard to hear about uh, someone yeah. passing away. The only bad thing I could say about old Gene, he's a big old Clemson fan. He, he's probably this way this year's been going. He, he ain't much, you know, care about Clemson this year. But Yeah, it's... Uh, but, but he was he was about as bad as me and you are with them Gamecocks. Oh, I know. They give me a heart attack every week. Yeah. So, so Lavonia, the Lavonia Speedway, no race schedule. Their next race is Friday the 10th. Don't, don't say what kind of race, but they haven't, I guess it's a regular race. I think it's the Georgia State Nationals, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, George, yeah. Then Travels Rest, no race schedule. Their next race is Flat Track Motorcycle Winter Nationals. That'll be on November the 24th and 25th. That'd be cool to go watch. Yep, you know, well, Lavonia just had them, so. I wonder how they do a bump and run. Run up beside <laughs> well. him, kick him with your foot could be just kick them off the bike let's go watch that that'd be pretty cool yep all right that's going to cover our dirt results and now we're going to jump over to our asphalt first off anderson motor speedway their season is over but they are having the 2023 awards banquet tonight over at the civic center and of course after the show i'll be making my way down there to help MC that event and enjoy a night of celebrating with our track champions also coming up with Anderson, we have the Red Kettle campaign. It's going to be ringing the bell up at the Hobby Lobby on November the 18th. So we're going to have various drivers out there ringing the bell, trying to help raise money for the Salvation Army. And then, of course, we have the Anderson Christmas Parade coming up the first Sunday in December. It'll be over in downtown Anderson starting at 3 o'clock. 
so you guys can come out and see all of our track champions. They will are invited to come and ride along on the float. Of course, we'll have Justin Sorrow's limited late model car on display during the parade. So it'll be a great time in downtown Anderson the first Sunday in December. Okay, Dillon Motor Speedway. These are unofficial results. In our late model race, we had Ricky Locklear was your winner. Legends was Alex Reeling. Challengers was Ricky Locklear Jr. Mini Stock was Upstate Racer BJ Thrasher making his way down to Dillon, getting it done in the Mini Stock division. Street Stock was Albie Ovid. And then the Super Trucks was Clay Thomas. And then it comes down to the biggest race of the season at Dillon Motor Speedway. It's going to be the New Year's Bash. And this year it's going to be January the 5th through the 7th, 2024, down at Dillon Motor Speedway. So you guys go down and check it out. Ron Barfield and Bill are always welcoming everyone to come down and participate in that New Year's Bash coming up in January. Florence Motor Speedway had no race scheduled this past weekend. Their next race is going to be Friday, November 17th, the SC250, and then on Saturday, the 18th, the SC400, which is the Charlie Powell Memorial. Should be a great race down there, and hopefully, David, you'll be able to make your way down and participate in that event. Then Hickory Motor Speedway, no race scheduled, but coming up next Saturday... Actually, it'll be this Saturday. The Fall Brawl, November the 11th. It's going to be the final race, it looks like, at Hickory for this season. Kingsport Speedway, their racing season is over. Tri-County Speedway, their season is also over. So that's going to do it. Oh, the Southeast Super Trucks, I almost forgot about them. Their racing season is over as well. We're looking to get some of those drivers on here, especially the two track champions, one in the Southeast Super Trucks and then the one in the Southeast Limiteds. That will be TJ Lawless and Alex Huffman. That's going to do it for our asphalt results. We'll be back here in a few moments with our guest, Miss Sylvia Porter from Anderson Motor Speedway after these fine sponsors here on Track Chat Live. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. Are 
Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallic, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Timco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, timcoupstate.com. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. This is Sylvia Porter. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you feeling that? Yeah, I'm feeling that beat. All right, that's, that's a good one. All right, I think it's time to uh, speak with our guest of the evening. All right, let's welcome into the Track Chat Live studio the one and only Miss Sylvia Porter. Sylvia, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, good. You you taking your nap for the banquet? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know no, we've got no, to, to peel out of here. We got to be on two working wheels. on uh, the Jeff's MC information, so no uh-huh. nap. Uh, yeah, I've got to rush out of here and get down there, so it's going to be a crazy <clears throat> manic Monday for me. Hmm. Wow. Correct. All right, so so let's talk a little bit about our season this year. Is it, from my standpoint, like we had a great year. Tell, tell us about your year. I, uh, I think we had a great 60th anniversary uh, season of racing at Anderson. Um, I was especially glad we got to the opportunity to invite the past champions down at the end of the season and uh, celebrate them. I got to see a lot of faces that I, and people I hadn't seen in a long time, some I had never met, and some of the old cars. And um, I, I completely enjoyed that. So kudos to, to Jeff for organizing that for us. And uh, but to the racing this past year, I, we had some of the we had great racing and good car counts. 
especially like the pure stock V8 class. I thought the car count in that class all year long was wonderful. Um, the mini stocks are always a strong division for us. And I was really impressed with the young guns. Um, thought we had a very, uh, we started off a little, a little slim. We waited until I think May till they were kind of out of school to start racing that class. And then when, when we did, boy, they came on and we had a great, great field of those as well. So, all in all, it looks like we, we completed like 10 weekly races, had a couple of rainouts, and we had the Southeast Super Truck three times, the Mass Series, and it gave our fans about 14 weeks of racing. And, and then we had the Tour the two tour of Destruction. So with all that going on, um, I'm, I'm pleased with the way things went. And I just want to give a shout-out to our our loyal fans because they were there with us when we started when we kicked things off in March and they were still there in September um you know when we finished things up so I appreciate them being there each and every Friday night or Saturday night whatever the case may be yeah but you know to me it looked like one of the best years I've seen in a long time plus even you know that one night there that looked like it was going to rain like man ain't gonna have no people and toward the end of the race you look and the grandstands are full you know, wait, I just thought it was a, a great yeah. year. Yeah, those are the nights when the promoters sweat it, you know. <laughs> but, but you know what? Like you said, they came on out and um, and supported us and all year long. So I'm thankful. I know once football season starts in August, too, things sort of, you know, get a little hairy there because parents try to go to football games. Maybe their kids are in band or they're supporting a local high school, but they still came out even to that last race we had in September so um, I'm like you, David. I, I'm tickled mm. with the year. Um, I think it's been a, a great year and a great year of actual racing down there. So yeah. a lot of new faces in Victory Lane, and, and then again some, some old faces that we see we've seen in the past. Right. So. Yeah, and and jump around a little bit with the anniversary thing. I thought was great. You know, I was there awesome. testing and got to come up and you know see, see a bunch. You know, Mike Cox and I ain't seen him for years. We've mm-hmm. we've been friends for ever but hadn't seen him in years jb jb jones you know just a bunch of them that that you don't you raced against some back in the day but you hadn't seen them in a long time but i mm-hmm. thought that was a great like you said you know some of them don't come you know they don't come to the races anymore and i i'm not a racer so maybe you can speak to this but they say like i have heard and i don't want to speak for him but donnie bishop i would love to see him at the racetrack i just love to see him but i think that when people decide, make the decision they're going to get out of racing, that it's hard to go back around it. It kind of sucks you back mm-hmm. in. So I don't, I hardly ever see Mike Cox, um, Randy Powell, who ran the yeah. limited with us. And man, he won many championships. Um, he was there at the racers reunion. It was just, it was great. Like you said, to see a lot of the faces I hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah. And I'm glad some of them brought their old cars too. That was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Race. You're right. You can't, you know, racing is, I'd say it like this, but like an alcoholic, you can't go hang out at the bar anymore. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Exactly. And racing is is worse drug than anything out there. So yeah, I mean, I agree. You can't you can't come and smell the rubber and smell the fuel and not like, I mean, that's addicted to us crazy racers. So, but but I thought it was great. <laughs> I mean, look at look at Gary Greenwood Jr. He raced what a couple of times in in a car from Ralph Carnes, and then he ended up mm-hmm. racing a, a full season this year and. He was down there on Saturday, you know, fooling around with the car. So he 
was one of those people who just came to kind of watch and, and drove one time and he got, you know, reintroduced and got bit right, by the racing here. bug again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Now his wife's probably mad because, you know, he's working on that race car and spending money now. So. <laughs> I think he, he but, she likes it. But the 60 year thing also, you know, shout out to, to David Smith. He helped a lot. With we get people there and stuff, and you know he's he's an old racer. His dad raced. You know, Glenn was there. I mean, back back in the day when your daddy started to play. So, th- you know, thank you, David, for doing what you done to help. help yes, he was yes, a, absolutely he could not have done it without him. Absolutely, and I want to say again, his his grandfather Charlie Mize was you know partners with my dad when they started it back in the dirt days, and. um Another gentleman from from Wahala, Richard Wood. He didn't he didn't stay in it quite as long as as Dad, obviously, and and Charlie. But um, very instrumental. That the Mize slash Smiths have been in it for years. So David is what I call he's good people. So yeah. I yes, and big shout out, big thank you to him for helping with That's everything. Right. So so let's jump over into the racing deal a little bit. So the pure stocks, as you said, the great had a great turnout with that, mm-hmm. and look forward to maybe. That looking even bigger and better next year. What do you think? I think so. I absolutely. Um, I can see, you know, I, everybody I've talked to, I, I believe, plans on coming back. We'll probably have a few more. Um, so I think that'll be a strong class for us. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there were multiple winners in that class. Chris uh, Chris Lawson ended up winning the championship. And yeah. um, congratulations to him. So, um, you know, that was, that was good. New face, um, as our champion. And, um, you know, we'll one shout out to Chandler Gallman. I believe this was his first year running that pure stock division. And I mean, look, he, he finished second and, uh, man, that kid's a racer. He really yeah. gets it. So I, I don't know if he's coming back in pure stock. I have not talked to, uh, John and Josie and, and Chandler. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what he decides to do for the 2024 season, but, Whatever it is, I'm hoping he's racing at Anderson. Well, you know, there were. I was down at the racetrack on Saturday. We had, you know, some track rentals, and there was actually two pure stocks down there practicing on Saturday. And one of them got a fresh paint job, and I could smell the paint still. That was the uh, Haney crew. And then mm-hmm. Chandler Gallman and John were down there. Chandler was actually testing in a late model. So. Who knows? We'd like wow. to, you know, get get a word and kind of find out what he's doing. I think he'll probably come back yeah. and, and race pure stock again next next season. But who knows? I think they're yeah. they're thinking ahead and trying to get him dialed in in the late model as well. Yeah, I hope so. I think he's you know don't move him too fast. He needs another year doing that and right. practice practice the late model a good bit and maybe toward the end mm-hmm. of the year let him run a race or two. But yeah, you know, hopefully they won't move him. Try to move him too fast. I think that can be worse than than not right yeah and then like you say at the end of that deal uh lawson won chandler was second i think mm-hmm. come down to the last lap the last <laughs> on the last race to yeah. determine who it was i mean it was that close almost it was you know yeah. one spot one spot determined the championship in that not not a mini mm-hmm. stocks you know we kind of had a great field of cars and that's the the landscape of that deal is kind of changing and and yeah, you know I know I don't know if we're gonna talk about rules and stuff and what what you know I know probably later but there's newer cars being built and I can see both sides of it so any ideas of what you're thinking maybe 
there yeah, now. I can see, but I absolutely see both sides of it, and I hear from the you know from the guys that are um, going in a different direction with their cars. Um, I'm going to call it more like the Kira. I believe they're called Carolina Modifieds or mm. Carolina Mini Mods or, or something like that. Modified Minis. Um, you know, their rules are seem to be more um, what a lot of the tracks in the area are running, or maybe that series is is running at a lot of the tracks in the area, and, and I get where they would want to um, have a car, build a car such as that. But, you know, you don't want to upset the apple cart. I mean, you know, there are some people that don't want to travel, right? There are some mm-hmm. people that just want to run at Anderson. So you never want to be with your rules on, uh, like, a an island. So it's a, it's a very delicate balance of trying to keep your rules in check. But you also want people to be able to go, let's say, down to Florence to run with Steve, you know, on a weekend when we're not racing or when they're having a big race or up to Tri-County. Mm-hmm. So um, I will, when we get, you know, completely finished with uh, everything, cleaning up after the banquet and everything, we will just uh, get started on the rules, and that'll be something we're focused on. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm going to change my rules, and, and I've told most of them that are building cars to, to run that for next year. However, Maybe I run them, um, that series, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll do it once a month, but three or four times a year, or maybe they come with some touring series that come mm-hmm. in. But um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So yeah. we, we kind of um, plan is to, to most likely stay kind of where we're at, maybe tweaking a rule here or there, which I can see tweaking a rule here or there. In, in a couple of divisions, maybe pure stock needs a rule tweaked here or there, maybe limited does. So that'll be stuff that we start really cracking on right, you know, right when we right. start, you know, yeah. maybe the first of next week or something like that. Let me get the banquet all behind me right. cleaned up, and then we, we start on that. Right. I ain't trying to put no pressure. I ain't put no pressure on you. I'm just, you know. And, and, and the pure stock needs to stay to his, his word. Pure right. stop. Yep, right. Correct. Us racers, Correct. us racers, gonna push that. We're gonna push it. It's gray. We're gonna push it till it's almost black. So mm-hmm. that you know, like you say, great field of cars, great racing. That's mm-hmm. it's got to stay pure stock. So, so it you know, so what is the preparations at your track that that's you know becoming winter time. You know, I talked to some of the dirt car, dirt drive, uh, dirt tracks, and what they do to winterize. What 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 do you do for Anderson Speedway? What happens down there uh, to winterize the facility? Yeah, what what do you do? What how do you shut it down? What do you do? Well, we we obviously we just got over last weekend the tour of destruction, which. We had 3,600 people packed in there, and I'm not sure if y'all know it, but that's about at least three times what we normally have on a Friday night. So the facility takes a bit of um, wear and tear from that event. I'm not talking about the racetrack because Mo does a great job um, of of, uh, doing what he says, cleaning up, and takes pretty good care of the, the actual race and surface. But the actual facility, which I just had to, you know, put a septic tank in uh, back about three months ago, four months ago, and um, it, I'm proud to say the money was worth it because it, you know, worked like a charm and everything, everything actually went great um, last Saturday night at the, uh, or two weeks ago at the Tour of Destruction. 
But, you know, we're, we're getting over that, cleaning up from that, and then we will winterize. Of course, everything has to be shut down down there as far as, like, your your um, restroom facilities, that kind of thing, freezers off, um, you know, just because uh, the winter can be harsh. And mm-hmm. uh, we one, one year I learned a hard lesson. Um, I now know why Rupert Porter always shut the water off every time <laughs> he left the, the, the gate down there. Yeah. Um, because you leave it on, a pipe freezes, and in the tower, inevitably, you're going to have a water leak. And we did, and it was not a, it was bad, yeah. but uh, you know it burst like on the on the third floor of the tower. So we had a we had a mess. Um, I guess that's probably been four or five years ago, maybe maybe longer. But um, yeah, everything shuts down. Doesn't mean we can't do track rentals. It just means well, when where... people come to rent the track. Right. We got to take a nature or use the portable toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, where, that's where I was right. headed. Uh, or we can go to the mall yeah. of Williamson across yeah. the street. Or the Dollar General. Correct. Yeah. The Dollar General. They're yeah. gracious. Yes, so, they are. So that, that's kind of where I was headed to, you know, that track rentals are open all year long. long as, right? Correct. We still, yes. Just like um, the weather's been great recently. Mm-hmm. So we've had a few people down there testing and and you said it this is the best time especially if a young person is interested in racing uh, and just getting into it this is the best time to come down and, and get used to that car and make laps get used to the track yeah. and um the the off season is the best time to do that yeah so so when are we looking at starting next year you kind of got a date in mind when you Thank you. First race would be. I have not looked at the schedule, but generally we do like this. I'm going to say like the third weekend in March practice around the same time as the Daytona 500 starts up, start practicing on Saturdays and then, um, and then go race in mid March. And I'm very comfortable with the every other week. It works for me. Um, I've had people ask, do I have any interest in going on Saturday night? I, I love a Saturday night as far as it's easier on my employees, the officials. We got great ones that have been down there for years and supported us, and I'm, I'm thankful for them. It's easier on them, but it's also scary because it's been a Friday night racetrack for 60 years. Yep. And um, so, you know, we do, when touring series come in, they generally choose a Saturday night. It's easier for people to travel on Friday, I guess, or Friday mm-hmm. evening and be there all day Saturday. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, Friday night is is what Anderson's. You know, it's just been our it's our history. Well, so. that's, that's that's always been my thing. Right? Saturday mornings are yeah. for going to the jockey lot, right? <laughs> or yeah, or hot yoga, yeah. Hot yoga or the jockey lot. <laughs> Yeah, I believe I'll stick with the Waffle House. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sylvia, we really appreciate you calling in and giving us, you know, a recap of the 2023 season and a little bit of a preview of what's coming up in 2024. But we look forward to everything, and I'll be seeing you in a few moments. I'll be peeling out of here on two wheels and making my way back to Anderson. I'm going to go past uh, El Taco, No Tacos, but I'm headed straight to the banquet at the Civic Center. So we will see you at the end of the show tonight and we'll celebrate all of our track champions that sounds great yes just want to give a big shout out and say congratulations to all of our 2023 champions so um we'll see you down here soon jeff thank you guys and congratulations on a great show um all year long y'all done an amazing job well thank you so much we appreciate it Mm -hmm. we'll see you all right talk to you soon all right bye. bye and we'll be back with more track chat live and we're going to be taking your phone calls
at 864-224-6733. And the question tonight is, what is the weirdest thing you've ever had teched on your race car? David, you were talking last week about somebody teching and saying you didn't have enough screws in all the holes on the side window. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the weirdest thing that's ever been teched on your race car. So if you want to sound off and give us your uh, story, you can call us up at 864-224-6733. And we'll be back right after this here on Track Chat Live. Let's hear it. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. Anderson Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's barbecue sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop, 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. Never miss a moment on Track Chat Live. So everybody knows R.A. Brown's the Red 60. Do you know how Pop come up with a Red 60? You know, I don't know how to come up with 60, honestly. (laughs) You know what the Red 60 reminds me of? When I was working at Winn-Dixie, they used to have the sponsor of the Winn-Dixie car. I think it was Czech Cola, and it was Mark Martin, and he had a Red 60. Mm -hmm. So every time I've always seen R.A.'s Red 60, it reminded me of Mark Martin back in the day. Yeah, well, Pops's was 60 long before Mark Martin was. (laughs) I'm sure he was. (laughs) Way, way back. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX. Electric City Bluegrass. 
is Justin Sorrow, the Upstate Metal Supply Ford Mustang. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina. Track Chat Live, who's this? Hey, this is Mitchell. It's Mitchell, something. how's it going, man? It's going. How about yourself? Good. So you heard the, the request. We want to hear yeah. the craziest thing that you've ever had teched on your race car. I've been thinking about it, and it really wasn't on the on the race car. Um, we was at Anderson one night, and what it was was a safety equipment check, and um got out of the car and I ain't going to say no names, but <laughs> we, all, we all know. And, um, was told to put my hands up and to spin around in circles and lift my feet up. Felt like a flopping chicken down there in the tech shed. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you serious? Yeah, I'd have to say that was the, so is it like you were crazy. doing aerobics or something? Yeah, what? aerobics. That's right. Yeah. So what, what was it looking for? Um, just, I think there's trying to make sure when I lift my hands up that my, Driving shoot wasn't coming over the top of my shoes, stuff like that. What does that matter? I don't know. <laughs> I think they go over the top of them when I sit down anyway. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, they, normally it's the long you walk on them when you're walking around. You have to keep pulling them up. When you sit down, they're just perfect, right? Yeah, yep. and from walking around the raw, they get all frayed down at the bottom. Then, then you got racing shoes on, did you? wasn't wearing sandals or nothing. No, race shoes, yep. Yeah, your daddy probably remembers Steve Robertson back at Fountain Inn back in the day. He wore sandals. He raced in sandals. <laughs> so I wish they would wear my hey dudes. But. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot more comfortable, wouldn't it? So, yep. so was this a regular race or is this a, a serious yeah, race? It was a regular Friday night race at Anderson. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so, did you feel like you were doing aerobics or something? <laughs> or some kind of yoga? <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like wow. I was doing some jumping jacks, some exercises down there. Man. That, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, well, that's a good one there. <laughs> All right, Mitchell. Thank you, man, for calling in. We appreciate it. Yep. No problem. See ya. All right, Mitchell. <laughs> that, well, that was crazy. Wow. Some kind of a, I mean, putting your hands up, spin around. Okay. That's some kind of dance, ain't it? That's what it sounds like. The hokey pokey, maybe? The hokey pokey. <laughs> maybe I need to fire up the hokey pokey in here. We can practice, David. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right track chat live who's this hey this is gary gary hey. what is going on with you brother oh back at the house i just saw you on saturday <laughs> down it's anderson racing or testing i should say yep how'd everything go it went good we had a good time both uh tommy and trey got to make some laps and they did way better than i thought they did both of them actually dipped down in the 1690s for a couple of laps awesome so and then uh, Mitchell Thompson made about ten laps, and he went straight to sixteen thirties. He was he was really good in it. Wow, that's good. He he was real comfortable in it. He's a he's a good little driver. Yeah, cool. So we're uh, asking uh, racers to call in tonight. And what is the craziest thing that you've ever had teched on your race car? Um, for me, it's it's not that crazy. It was just kind of dumb. So first time I ever went to Martinsville race. Uh, back then it was the Taco Bell three hundred. Um. And we were warned that the officials there are super, super strict. So, you know, we spent a lot of time making sure everything was perfect and by the book. And went through the first tech, and um, I had a 
my car was all black and it had a you know black plastic nose on it, you know, to match the car. And he he said uh, he said the nose has got to be painted. I said, what do you mean? And he pulled the rule book out and said the nose must have a coat of paint on it. Oh and my so, goodness! <laughs> yep. We went back, rolled back out, went to the trailer. So I got the first thing I tried was some, I got some armor all and a rag and shined it up real good, and then brought it back through and all shiny. And he just rubbed his finger on it and said, nope. He said it has to have paint on it. I said, are you serious? And he's like, yep. He's not, I was like, you're not going to let me go. He said, nope. So off we sent someone to, I don't know, advanced auto or something, go back to the trailer and literally just take a spray can, put spray some spray paint on the nose, roll back through, and then he passed it, literally for some spray paint on the nose. Yep. It's kind of one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I've been um, there. But that's what I had to do before <laughs> I could. I wasn't even allowed to practice, you know. Yeah, before that, you made it through tech. Yeah, that's better than my first so All that for is literally for a coat of paint yep. on a black nose on a black car. <laughs> you didn't have to pull no lead out and paint it white. I had to paint what my lead white. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> paint the lead white. My lead was white. But, was it? But yeah, they made, me put, they made me put a coat of paint on the nose. Yep. That's crazy. And the armor all didn't, the armor all trick didn't pass. Uh, oh, they it was. was tiny, but it, yeah, they they was they was funny about their stuff up there. So we had a I know. Yeah, first time I was there I had a I had a dirt seat that had a bunch of holes in it, you know, lighting it up. Right. And I took little aluminum pot riveted around each one of them holes. <laughs> I bought me a brand new butler seat that day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they kept my I seat. Saw, I can remember the first time I went there seeing several seats getting taken out of cars and yep. put in, you know. Yep. Um but yeah, for me that was kind of the craziest dumbest thing oh that yeah. is that, that is good. crazy well thank you Gary. Like i had a red nose on a green car so i, I don't know but he <laughs> and then when when he wiped the armor off he said nope take it back do it again he said it's got to have paint on it oh that's crazy you for real yeah. well thank you gary we appreciate you calling in and sharing that story with us hey no problem it's good talking with you oh right, you too see you track chat live who's this hey this is john goldman john goldman man all these folks i'm seen on saturday all of a sudden they're calling in i'm just going to ask you how everything went down your way as well all right it was pretty good chandler got to go out in his limited and make some laps and uh we weren't able to stay too long had some problems this morning getting to the track but all in all it was pretty good he got you know some track time so that's good and we got to shake the car down and figure out what we need to do as far as all the little bugs that come out you know how how it is so oh yeah still a good a good day now see you in the in the car with you now uh, no, they just all stepped out. We stopped at the gas station. They're going in there to get them something to drink. <laughs> ah, I got you. So we were asking the question tonight on here, what is the craziest thing you've ever had teched on your race car? Um, I can't really think of anything crazy that I've had teched, but we were at the go-kart track one time with Chandler. This was been years back, and we were at Carnesville, and Chandler won the race, and we went through tech, and the tech man told us we were good. And then they come back later when we were loading up and brought us back down there to check our motor so uh, that might be the, about the craziest thing i've ever had happen you know we got released from the tech and then had to come back and then we were protested and we were right and it made a long night but everything ended up good now is this because someone thought maybe something was not right with the, the motor or the track tried to protest or did they ever explain why they did that no they told us that if we want the money they had a bonus in the race and if we wanted the money we had to come tear our motor down so they didn't really give me any choice but to, to go and tear it down and that was about the only explanation they gave me and i i even tried to explain to them well the tech man already said we were good and they they said we don't care come tear it down hmm. that's uh, that's mm, that's crazy i know chandler really yeah. hasn't had any experience 
you know, other than this past season, it was his first season, you know, racing a, a actual car. So I know he didn't have any crazy stories, but I, I figured there was something from the go kart track. There always is. Yeah, that's about the the strangest thing that I could say happened. Everything else that we've been through is pretty much straightforward and normal. And everything last year that we got checked on, and there's nothing that was really anything odd. You know, stuff that he needed to be checked anyway. So. But other than that, that's about it. I got you. So we were talking with Sylvia earlier tonight. You know, she was our uh, guest. We were talking about the 2023 season and looking forward to 2024. And Chandler's name got brought up as far as what he's going to do next season. You know, he was down there testing the late model on Saturday. So what's his plans for next year? Is he going to keep, you know, racing in the pure stock division or is he looking to possibly move up and, and do some late model racing? Well, he wants to come back in the pure stock and win the championship. He come close last season and missed it by four points. You know, he made up a ton of points that last race. And he wants to come back with that car and win the championship. Or, you know, uh, that's that's one of his goals. And then if we get an opportunity to run some Legends car stuff, we will. And then the limited, it just all depends a lot on the money because it just takes so much to run those cars. And... It just depends on the money and, and his lap time and how he progresses over the winter practicing on yeah. wh- whether or not he'll get to run some races because we don't want to send him out there if he's not ready. Yeah, I, th- I think he's got time. I, I like that. I like that scenario. I think you know, just keep practicing him, let him get better, let him continue to to win in the other stuff, and keep his confidence up, and just get better and better. I tell you, if there's any indication yep. on how he did this season in the pure stock, then whenever he does do some late model racing full-time i don't think he's gonna have any problem whatsoever that kid is a natural behind the wheel of a race car it's just something that he was born to do you know yeah he's been around it his whole life and he he puts forth a lot of effort working on these cars i mean he he's at the shop every day after school and he works really really hard on the race cars and knows a lot about them at an early age so i mean he has a lot of potential and i guess his his biggest uh hurdle is going to be money, and you know that's pretty much for any race car driver. That's, yeah. that's the the downfall of racing is how much it costs. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell Grampy and tell Grammy happy. Tell Grammy happy birthday. I will. I'll be sure to let her know. And uh, it's been a a good day, and we're fixing to take her out to eat uh, for her birthday. So it's. Now, he yep. gonna let Grampy kind of ride along and get a free meal, or is he gonna have to pay for his own? I'm hoping that he pulls out his wallet <laughs> and he pays for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needs to. <laughs> he needs to. Oh, that's awesome, John. We yeah. appreciate you calling in and sharing the story, and uh, congratulations once again to Chandler finishing second in the Big Show Pure Stock Division this season at Anderson Motors Speedway, and we'll see you at the banquet. We're we're leaving the station and we're heading down 85 here shortly, and we'll see you at the banquet in a few. All right, that sounds good. See y'all there. See ya. All right, appreciate the phone calls that came in for our question of the night. We're going to go ahead and take another break, and then we'll be back with The Rocket Says here on Track Chat Live. Man, that car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. 
Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring late model stock, limited late model, renegades, front wheel drive, outlaws, street stocks, and full body vintage. Cheer parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit thetricountyspeedway.com. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalstons.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. JW Machine Fab is Fountain Inn's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinandfab.com. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at ontimesc.com. Want to have the best wedding ever? Party Express DJs gets your guests out on the dance floor for a night you and your friends will never forget. Professional, versatile, and reliable. Party Express DJs is the number one choice for wedding entertainment in the upstate. Like us on Facebook or visit PartyExpressDJs.net. Never miss a moment on Track Chat Live. My dad was one of 12 kids. So he was the oldest boy, so he always believed in working, right? And so he had one child, unfortunately a girl. I mean, you know, the daughter-son, I was both, whatever. But he was like, you're going to work. You know, that's what you do. So age 12, 13, he had me in the concession stands popping popcorn and slinging Pepsi Colas, I think it was back in the day. So I started working there then. And to be honest with you, I hated it, right? Because I was not with my friends at football games on Friday nights, on the weekends. and But, I mean, it taught me work ethic. And I... I got to meet a lot of great people and uh, that's, that's yeah. what this world needs now work well absolutely yes. I- track chat live mondays at 6 p.m on 104.7 wrix electric city bluegrass this is devin kelly when i want the best short track racing coverage i listen to track chat live track chat live mondays at 6 p.m on 104.7 wrix electric city bluegrass Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. 
thank you everyone once again for all the phone calls tonight with our question of the night. There, there were some pretty crazy ones, David. Yeah, I mean, I've had a bunch of crazy ones too. <laughs> the, the whole deal with getting out and sticking your hands in the air and like turning around that was that was kind of crazy. Uh, I will say <laughs> it's kind of like some <laughs> race car uh, yoganomics or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I believe somebody's pulling a prank on him. Oh, uh, yeah, it had to be. Okay, David, here we go. It's time for uh, this segment. He's been scrolling through the headlines all week long. Fasten your seatbelts. Now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's time for The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Idiot Air, here on Track Chat Live. <laughs> The Rocket says, brought to you by Chastain Heating and Air here on Track Chat Live. David, what you got churning over there? Man, I just want to, you know, touch back on what we talked a little bit about the craziness of in the tech shed, right? Oh, yeah. So the craziest thing is nothing. Nothing. Yep. So uh, cl- please clarify that. Go to a racetrack. And what do they check? Nothing. Well, gotcha. So we pay a tech man to check nothing. So that that's one of the weirdest things I've had. But you know, I know a lot of people out there has had you know some crazy stuff, and it can be too you can be too overbearing with tech. It's got to use some good common sense, but if it's in the rule book, it's got to be in the rule book for a reason. So you know, I'm I'm still hung up on this tech stuff. I'm just. Well, I got teched because I had didn't have bolts in my side window. Didn't have all the bolts or pot rivets in my side window. It was like I don't I didn't see nothing in the rule book. So just some crazy stuff, you know, seen in tech. I know some other people have seen some stuff, but the worst thing you can do is no tech. Mm. Yeah, that's uh that's a hard one here. <laughs> no tech. No. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Well, I mean, you get, you know, so as racers, we, you know, we're going to push the envelope much as of we course. can. So we got a paid person there to check, check stuff to keep you in check, you know, so that's keeping, trying to keep the playing field level fair. You know, you still going to have somebody that's going to maybe run away with the show. I've seen that and, happen before. And you don't just, you know, take him to death. There's other people. Is it? Is it if he's cheating, you're going to throw him out, right? Correct. So what if a man's running third? He's cheated whoever run fourth and fifth. Correct. So you got to do your, do your check. You got to have, you got to hold people accountable. They got yeah. to, they've got to, to be taken. And, you know, also these racers, they've got to be, you know, yeah. make sure they're not, they're not legal. And I've, I've told people, I hear it so much. Well, so-and-so's cheating, so-and-so's doing this. And this might be the wrong thing to say, but I'm like, well, if they're doing it and not getting caught, then what gives you you can do it too well i mean some people's got better morals than that so and they do you're right they do so you know so we you know especially when i went to nascar i come from the dirt tracks and you had a tech man there but you you know i thought you was cheating i I put my money up and protest you when you come to nascar there's a paid person to keep that all that in check so you know if you want to keep race cars at your racetrack and and keep things going i i waver on this thing of a little too tough a tech than too lazy a tech very true that's my opinion well i like it 
With that being said, another great show, David. Uh, yep. Enjoyed it tonight. Thank you again for all the callers who uh, called in. Also, thank you, Sylvia, for uh, giving us a little bit of a recap and then a preview of the 2024 season. But it's time to leave. Time to head down to not El Taco. Uh, not tonight. That'd be a great place to go for an after party. But tonight we're heading down, or I'm headed down to the Civic Center in Anderson for the Anderson Motor Speedway 2023 Champions Celebration. So I will bypass El Taco and, and head down to the Civic Center and uh, enjoy a night of celebrating with the champions. And man, we got a full spread out there. So if you can hear this, folks, please get my plate ready. And just stick it in the microwave. Don't let it get cold. And, and go ahead and turn the mic on because I'm going to be leaving out of here on two wheels and making my way down to Anderson for the banquet. But don't fret. You can be back here next Monday night, same time, same channel, for more Track Chat Live. Good night, Jeff. And the statement tonight, do not neglect the gift that's in you from God.